This episode of Cosmic Soup is brought to you by The Community Coach at Third Plus, a vision-driven company with a raison d'etre to make aging better by supporting senior living communities like yours. Welcome back, Cosmonauts, to another delicious episode of Cosmic Soup. Today's topic is super cool because we're talking about selling potential. So if you've been dreaming about expanding your community or upgrading an area of your campus, but you need the revenue and financing to make it happen, well, today's show on Blue Sky Selling is custom-made just for you. Now, I know what you're thinking, but Mike, this Blue Sky Selling has me all kinds of stupefied. I'm freaking out over here. I don't even know where to start. Well, friends, that's where we come in. It just so happens that our very own VP of Sales and Marketing, Don Warfield, is here today, and he's going to blow your mind with his next-level expertise on this topic. And, of course, the soup just wouldn't be the soup without our very own Captain of the Cosmos, Cynthia Thurlow, so we canceled all of her appointments and Zoom calls today and tricked her into hanging out with us. Hey, Don. Hey, Cynthia. Welcome back to the show. Thanks for joining me in the soup today. Great to be back with you, Mike. I love being in the soup. <laughs> awesome. Uh, well, this is a really cool subject that I'm excited to talk to you about, Don. Blue sky selling. So before we jump into the meat and potatoes of blue sky selling, just to give the listeners a little bit of background about yourself. Happy to do so. And it is an exciting topic because my background is all about sales, about 34 plus years now, hard to believe because I'm such a young guy. Uh, I've been selling <laughs> selling and marketing. Uh, most recently, uh, almost coming up on a year that I joined uh, Cynthia and you and the team at Third Third uh, Marketing. Uh, but prior to that, uh, I was in sales at uh, three different senior living communities. And the last two, I was the um, director of sales and marketing and went through uh two forms of blue sky selling there. So I'm excited about this topic. Uh, I live and breathe sales all the time. So it's great to be back in the soup with you. Yeah. And, and you are a strapping young buck. And so Thank you, Mike. Your, your vastly expansive sales experience um, is just, it's shocking when people look at you, I'm sure. <laughs> it is. You know, I go into communities <laughs> and they say, you give us great advice, Don, but when are you moving in? Because we know you're qualified. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, you know, you gotta, you gotta be a product of the product, right? Amen. <laughs> So, uh, and of course, Cynthia, as always, the pilot of the mothership. Good to have you here as well. It's good to be here. And I'm very excited to hear Don talking about Blue Sky Selling because it's a, it's a very cool thing that works. Yeah. Well, then, with that being said, let's just dive on in. What do you say, Don? What is Blue Sky Selling and why do you love it so much? Because clearly you do. Yes, I do. I do. And that's a great question because there's a lot of folks out there that think they have an understanding or the concept of blue sky selling, uh, and they just don't. And when we talk about blue sky selling, at least within the senior living industry, we're talking about marketing and selling something that does not yet exist. And I say it could be tangible or intangible because we may be blue sky selling a service in the future that's intangible. It's not there. But when you look at it, Mike, we're really focused on three aspects of blue sky selling and, and two of these, which I'm very familiar with because I just recently went through them. One's the repositioning of an outdated community. So that could be one form of blue sky selling. 
another could be an expansion project. My last community, uh, we expanded the community and we went through a blue sky selling process to do so. And then there's from the ground up a new community, a new community that does not exist, or maybe it's a part of a larger community, but it's on a different property. So it's a brand new from the ground up. These are all blue sky selling uh, programs um, that really is unlimited in scope. It's really about thinking outside the box, which is one reason to answer your question. Why do you love it? Uh, because there's so much great potential um, and you got to be able to sell that potential without having something in your hands to show or have something there to touch. So marketing and selling a future brand and lifestyle, it's a vision. That's what Blue Sky Selling is all about. Um, but at the same time, you're also selling the current when you're, when you're focused on selling the future. So in sales, if I'm in a community and we're talking about blue sky selling. I'm getting pretty excited because not only can I sell the current, but I can sell the future. And for sales, it doesn't get much better than that. And that's what I really love about blue sky selling. Right on. And I'm guessing that because Cynthia is here today, there must be some kind of a heavy reliance on an epic marketing strategy in order to pull off a successful blue sky selling campaign. Am I right? Oh, <laughs> absolutely. A marketing component to blue sky selling. It's it, <laughs> And what really amazes me is how many community operators or developers don't recognize the importance of the marketing component and the strategic messaging that must be developed prior to selling. Unfortunately, Mike, what happens is we often see today developers creating these incredible, beautiful buildings or these new communities. And their philosophy is that if we build it, they will come. It sounds like a movie we're all familiar with. Yeah, right. It, right? <laughs> if we build it, they will come. That is a philosophy, a philosophy of failure in modern elder living today. It just won't happen. Um, so marketing and sales must work hand in hand for any type of blue sky selling. Uh, you asked, you know, if you asked me what the magic formula is, uh, you know, for this process, I believe it's really boils down to marketing and sales having the having the um, marketplace intel. How do you get that marketplace intel? You gotta do your research. You gotta conduct focus groups. You gotta do competitive analysis to ensure the greatest potential for success while reducing financial riches, must, reducing, excuse me, the financial risk as much as possible. So I can't stress enough, you have to know what the market wants. If you don't know what the market wants, your your process of blue sky selling is going to be it's going to be tough to do. So you need to appeal to today's boomers and understand what they want. Um, and last but not least, and I'm going to have Cynthia obviously jump in here because I don't want to do all the talking, Mike. But I am in sales after all. Um, <laughs> salespeople are on the front lines, and since we're on the front lines, it's critical that the sales understand the market demands, and in doing so works with the marketing genius like Cynthia out there to develop a marketing message that drives interest and qualified blue leads. I mean, blue sky, blue leads, blue sky leads. So they have to know what's going on in the marketplace. They have to take that intel and work hand in hand with marketing. And so Cynthia, I think this is a great opportunity for you to jump in here and, and give your thoughts on the marketing side of blue sky selling. Thank you, Don. Um, yeah, we so we love developing marketing for Blue Sky Selling because it's it's fun, it's exciting to sell the future, and um, it's really cool. Even you know, so for 
any kind of resident, independent living or assisted, or even memory care, really, sometimes there are those those prospects out there. They don't really, they're not ready yet. They don't want to buy yet. Or, or maybe they are ready and they should buy, but they're not actively doing it. Blue Sky Selling to that audience is easy because they feel like, okay, this is safe. I'm just checking it out. Maybe I will, maybe I won't. And then um, it gets uh, them in front of the sales team to help them see their future. And um, in Blue Sky Selling, we're always moving people towards something. In other words, we're not moving them away from something like I have to give up my house. It's sad. I don't want to do it versus, wow, I'm. I'm moving toward this really cool community, this beautiful setting, um, these awesome neighbors. So uh, the tone of it is really fun to develop. And um, it's, it's a key piece of selling the whole community. So for instance, in life plan communities, I know from experience when we're marketing, Blue Sky Selling, marketing a piece of the community, all of the community starts filling up faster. And that means all levels of care. So we recently had an example in Orange County where we created a brand, a memory care brand that was truly retail consumer, beautiful community. We branded it around um, outdoors and gardening. And when we were pre-selling that, Blue Sky selling that community, everything got a lift. They're independent, assisted, and skilled. So Anyway, it's a it's very fun to sell the future. I love that selling the future. I think I've said that a few times. Every time that phrase pops up in language, I'm just like, that's just so cool, selling the future. So, um, you know, that's a, a really really cool concept. And now that we've identified, you know, what blue sky selling is and kind of how the marketing behind it uh, has to go hand in hand with that. Uh, Don, what are some of your top uh, tips and tricks on how to successfully execute uh, blue sky selling? Absolutely. And, and what I'll share is uh, I'll, I'll say to the sales side and, and let Cynthia absolutely jump in on, on the marketing side. And, and when we talk about, you know, some of the things you can do and these tips and tricks, they should be two form. Many of those, many of you folks listening today, hopefully CEOs, presidents, executive directors, whoever you may be in the leadership uh, side of a senior living community, uh, these are going to sound very familiar, but they oftentimes get overlooked when we start getting excited about putting the blue sky sailing selling process in place, meaning let's get going, let's get the remodel going, let's get the expansion, let's get the shovel in the ground. We have to do these things up front and make sure they're in place before we start. And one of the first ones I always mention is, do you have the right starting lineup? And I'll use a sports analogy. You got to make sure you put the best team out front and you got to have the best team on the field at all times. So you must take the time to analyze your sales team. Are they the right team in place? And really the proof is in the pudding. If you're selling an expansion project or repositioning, you know, you have the you have the track record right there to see how they're doing. Um, and if they're doing well and you think they're the right team, then move forward. If not, you got to invest in the right team. That's that's really crucial. Um, another tip is utilize your current waitlist or preferred resident club. Wow, this is a a goldmine of information. So if you have a long waitlist, depending if you've been in business a long time or you have a preferred resident club, 
That's your future audience. Go to them. They have the intel you need. Learn from them and get them in the process early because guess what? When you launch, they're going to be your early adapters, your early depositors. Uh, another tip and trick, not a trick, but you probably familiar with this SWOT analysis. And for some of us, you may not understand what a SWOT analysis is, but it's a strength, weakness, opportunity, and threat analysis of your community today and the future. You know, really, I should move this right to the top. This might be the very first thing you do, Mike, is before you even consider uh, doing a repositioning or expansion, do the SWOT analysis. Know about who you are and where the opportunities exist. Get a competitive market analysis. Is there financial viability in the marketplace for what you're planning to do? So get uh, get an outside source, someone like us, to come in and give you a competitive market analysis. They're not that expensive, but you're doing your homework. Uh, another tip is to sell access to a priority list. And what I mean here is this is a method of trial closing before you even launch uh, into pre-construction sales. And a, and selling an access to a priority list can be anywhere from $100 to $500 deposit, refundable deposit. But what it, it's a telling sign. If you can fill up a priority list, then you know you're doing the right things. If you're having a hard time selling a priority list before you launch pre-construction sales, you're going to struggle with pre-construction sales. So sell that priority list and develop it, and it's a trial closing before you go to pre-launch. And the last one I'm going to share with you before I turn it over to the marketing genius is sales compensation. Must have a value attached. If you're going to have a sales team that's going to be required to sell the current or the future, you have to make sure there's value in both. Uh, you don't want them leaning too much on the old and not paying attention to the future, and you don't want them leaning too much on the future not paying attention to the old because most of these Blue sky selling projects require financing, and the underwriters aren't going to give the give the money or the funds to to fund it unless there's a proven track record of high level census. So you have to have a sales compensation that pays the salespeople for doing both, taking care of the the current and selling the future. Dang, <laughs> that's a lot. That's a lot, right? Yeah, Don, you're just like a, you're a wizard, my friend, uh, with, with the information. So Cynthia, that's a tough act to follow, but, uh, what do you, what do you want to add to that? Well, Don, I love hearing you talk about the SWOT analysis. And I also love hearing you talk about research as a place to start with a repositioning or blue sky selling project, or even new building, new construction. I can tell you that there have been many times that we start working on a project for a new community that is already built, and we find out that there's lots of uh, one bedrooms that nobody wants to buy. <laughs> so it's great to learn from the market first. What should we build? What amenities do they care about? What kind of food do they want to have? Because that's going to dictate the architectural plans of the kitchen and all, you know, everything about the dining program. So anywho, I like uh, where you're going with that. And the other thing is to um, sell the potential of the future. And, and anytime anything is changing, we know that the market responds. So for instance, if you have an older community, you've got some outdated apartments, they're in a cluster, maybe you've got some cottages freestanding that have been sitting there not selling, you can actually micro reposition those. 
um, blue sky sell them and add some amenities. And that's going to lift your, all of your senses. So that's another, I think, tip and trick that's easy to pull off. And it's something that can happen without a ton of financing. And we've been helping clients with that too. As far as the creative goes, it has to be disruptive. Certainly putting pictures of gray-haired people on all of your ads is not going to sell the vision of a lifestyle. And there's nothing wrong with people with gray hair. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is sell the potential of the lifestyle with visuals and some disruption and some disruptive visuals as well that are conceptual, big headlines, and then um, consistent marketing. You've got to keep going at it month after month after month. It's not something that you can turn the faucet on and turn it off and expect the leads to keep coming in. You got to keep the faucet dripping. <laughs> Those are my tips. Yeah. You know what? Let me jump in there if I could, Mike. You couldn't have said it better. It's, it, it's just when I, when I see it being done, some people do it right. Some communities do it right. Some don't. You have to really sell the sizzle here, right? You're not, you're selling the sizzle of the steak, not the steak. You're selling what the potential is. And one of the analogies I always use is like the cruise industry. When, they, when they're advertising, they're marketing everything that excites people to want to jump on the cruise and go out there and take the cruise. And you got to sell that lifestyle, that fun, that next part of what you don't have today that you want so badly. And you cannot, and I said it earlier, you can't go with the theory that if we build this shiny new building or reposition this shiny new, uh, reposition this old community to a shiny um, remodel community, that the people are just going to show up. It just doesn't happen. And Cynthia and I uh, recently entertained helping um, a development company uh, back in the East um, uh, do exactly that. They came to us after you know a month away from opening the doors because they did not market right up front. They did not do the pre-marketing. And as a result, they're opening up the doors with maybe one or two residents committed. And you cannot operate a community that way. You cannot fill a community that way. You can't employ people that way, especially in today's market where employment is kind of tough um, for recruiting. It's just a recipe for failure, Mike. So um, I'm glad Cynthia hit on some of those marketing tips and tricks that really make a difference. Yeah, and I also like the fact that she told you, Don, that it was okay for you to keep that gray hair. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going anywhere. I'm just happy to have <laughs> hair, Mike. <laughs> right. Um, so what about um, common mistakes, obstacles, pitfalls? I'm sure there's a ton of them all the way from approaching it wrong or just being afraid of trying something new, Don. In your experience, what are some of those common mistakes and pitfalls that uh, we can help to avoid? Uh, and unfortunately, Mike, I speak from experience, and sometimes that's the best way to learn. Uh, we just mentioned some. So uh, from a sales standpoint, um, going into a project and you don't have uh, a development, you haven't developed a long-term plan. You have to have a long-term plan. And one of the most recent projects I completed, which is $143 million brand-new high-rise tower in downtown Seattle, uh, we started building the marketing plan uh, two and a half years prior to even pre-sales. And we really incorporated everyone in the project. So that leads me to my second point is lack of alignment. Sometimes if you uh, communities fail or struggle through blue sky selling when they lack alignment, when I say alignment, 
I mean between the oper- operations team, uh, current residents, board members. There's a lack of shared vision, and oftentimes it becomes a battle internally. You need to make sure the operations team are all on the same page. You need to develop, if it's a current community, champions within the resident base. Create a liaison group of residents that are going to be part of the planning process. And for nonprofit, the board members have to be on the same page. Um, Here's another one that we see happening. And this one will cost you money and may stop you from getting the funding you need, which is neglect the current while focusing on the future. And Cynthia just talked about that. Uh, Salespeople, we like to sell the new thing. We want to sell the new technology. We want to be in the forefront. But you can't neglect the current inventory you have. You got to focus on that. You still got to market to that. You got to renovate those. And one of the best ways to make sure that you don't make this mistake is commit, if you can, a budget to renovations that might match what you're doing in an expansion tower or building or uh, a new tower. Um, Hire the right partners. I'll say it again, hire the right partners, find true partners. And when you look at a consultant, an architect, a contractor, and last but not least, the marketing and sales agency, someone like us at Third Third Marketing, you need to hire the right partners that understand the industry, done it before, and will be true partners, meaning they're going to be with you every step of the way, and they understand that. And then last but not least, don't embrace the future. For communities that don't embrace the future and recognize the need for change and go at it from a piecemeal approach, Mike, it's tougher and it's more expensive. And that was the first community, um, uh, not the first community, but one of the ones I went to where we did a repositioning. And I walked into this beautiful community sitting on lakefront property, one of a kind gym. It had about 80% occupancy. But when you walked in there, it was 20 to 25 years behind the marketplace. And, and and to embrace the future allows us not to fall 20 to 25 years behind because we all know when you play catch up, it costs you more than staying out in front. So um, those are some of the uh, missteps people take or things to avoid. Uh, Cynthia, do you want to add to that on the marketing side? Yeah, um, I echo the not planning two and a half to two years ahead. I see that a lot. A common mistake, especially with new developers who have not worked in the senior living space, not budgeting sufficiently. I see that quite a bit um, in the kind of new players in the market who just don't, um, they need to understand how much does it cost to lease up the building and um, and or sell, pre-sell the building. The other thing I found is, and I know it sounds harsh, but just realize the public really doesn't care about your building. They don't care about you or your building. So what we have to do is give the public something of value, information they're looking for, um, information that is intriguing, events and um, programs that build your brand that will also attract. Because you know, if you invite people to, you know, come and see why this community will be unprecedented without giving them information about the community, they, there's no really reason to respond to that. So um, you have to t- make it about the prospect, what's in it for them, so that they will act, because um, that's just going to make your job easier and your ROI is going to go up. 
So those are my top things. I think it's critical, Mike, too, and I, I, I want to add this, too, that a lot of times you'll see all the work being done, the consultant, architect, the contractor, everything's in place, and they're getting ready to roll, and then it's, well, okay, we got to get the marketing message done. we got to find someone, an agency or, or a partner in marketing, which is fine, but I think that your marketing partner should be up front be with you at the start and have them involved in all the focus groups, hearing what the market's saying. Don't come in on the tail end of it. Be, you know, make the decision, uh, you operators out there, to bring a marketing team um, up front with you and start the process and walk the walk with you uh, because when it comes to the pre-launch and the selling, you're going to hit a home run with it that way. Awesome. Great, great, great information. So for those, Don that are finally willing to take that leap to uh, move into bold new territory. And they're like, you know, Don Warfield, I've been listening to this stuff that you've been saying, and I'm ready to make this happen. How can people get started in blue sky selling? What do they need to do to actually make this happen? Well, the easiest thing they can do is, is give us, give you know, uh, reach out, connect with me. Uh, connect with us from the marketing sales standpoint. We have a lot of uh, incredible information. Um, we can do parts of it, a lot of it, from culinary to branding to marketing to sales support. We can be a consultant. So, um, but the you know, as I said earlier, the best way to get started is 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 get a market analysis done. Know what your market wants. Do focus groups. Get started, and then get your board members in involved with it. And reach out to us at Third Third Marketing, and, and we'd love to talk to you, and we'd love to share more with you about uh, the successes we've had with other communities that we're working with and some of the current communities we're working with. All right, Cynthia, final words. Um, well, good luck to everybody and anybody who's embarking on this kind of an effort. It's really fun. It's um, There's a, a reliable formula to it. And when you follow the process, it'll work all every single time. So good luck. And we would love to hear about your project. There you have it, folks. Simple words of wisdom. Follow the process and it'll work every time. Don, Cynthia, thank you so much for hanging out today on Cosmic Soup. Always awesome to have you here. And I know we're going to talk to you again real soon. Thank you, Mike. And thanks as always to all of you out there in Radio Land for tuning in and hanging out with us on the air. But wait, there's more. Now you've got an opportunity to hang out with us in person. That's right. Our teams from Third Third Culinary Coach, Community Coach, and our newly launched parent company, Third Plus, will be at the Leading Age National Conference in Atlanta, Georgia, October 25th through 27th. So stop by booth 2637, say hi, and let us know how we can help you get to the next level. See you there.